Lego Star Wars and the Skywalker Saga may actually be coming out this time. The Book of Boba Fett adds another bounty hunter to the cameo list, and we go over the most recent Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian episode. All that and more here on Chatooine. Is, is there is there another podcast or show that has a better uh, intro than us? Uh, no. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I, I don't <laughs> watch a lot of the other ones, but uh, hopefully someone does, because I still fucking love our intro. Um, welcome back, everybody. We, we had a big Chatooine episode last week, uh, not so much this week, which is kind of good in my opinion, but welcome back. I'm your host, Star Wars Only, joined with Darth Daddy Longa, Palpamines, and The Goldman. So if you're new here on Chatooine, we talk about the news, topics, debate, and we simply chat about Star Wars. We're also on Spotify for any podcast listeners, but if you're watching the show, leave a like and comment in the stream so we can engage with you all. Super chat questions are guaranteed an answer, and we only give the best answers if they are even wrong. doesn't matter. Um, so how are you guys doing? How's the past uh, week for you guys been since we had that last episode? Um, weekends weekends are great. Um, I went to an aquarium this past weekend. Ooh. Um, I love supporting zoos and um, stuff like that, especially local ones. And then, so that was Friday night. And Saturday night, I was dangerously bored by myself. So I watched the new Addison Rae movie on Netflix. <laughs> I didn't even know she was an actress, honestly. I thought she was just a famous celebrity. I didn't, I didn't know either until like a few days ago. I was like, wait, she has her own movie. She's cute. I'll watch it. <laughs> it's crazy. So that's I've just I been busy um, getting ready for the comic book fulfillment. I was getting sending it all to the printers and everything like that. And. The one set of printers actually finished, so they're going to be there mailing it out tomorrow. So I've been busy dealing with that and and uh, busy putting together a website. Yes, oh, yeah. about that coming yeah, soon. Yeah. Yes, yes, we we can announce that in the coming uh coming weeks whenever things fully ready to go. Um, but I'm excited about it. Chatooine's going to go go places, guys. Eventually, once the show gets big enough, I want to put it on its own channel because uh, I can only do so much for it, <laughs> and I, I think that it'd be cool if all four of us could. I don't know, do whatever the hell we want with the, with the yeah. channel. But, we have to resolve the Civil War first. Ah, uh, yeah, Civil, Civil War. War and Chatooine. And, and we'll get to the Lucas Civil War at the uh, as our last topic <laughs> of the day. Um, everyone's favorite thing, which it's, it's kind of funny. I feel like that narrative has died out slowly. Um, do you guys feel like the attention on like Star Wars in terms of negativity, like the culture war inside Star Wars, has kind of faded away, or is it still here? Because I feel like <laughs> recently it, there, there hasn't been much drama. I mean, the last big thing was what uh, the Boba Fett thing, whatever. Yeah. But I think I think before that it was really just a Gina Carano situation. But even yeah. that, I feel like most people weren't thinking of it as a Star Wars problem. They thought of it as a culture problem. Yeah. Overall, I mean, this again is not. There hasn't been much to really complain about. I mean, there was the slave one thing, but <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> so not we'll see what over it. We'll see, we'll see what happens once the shows actually start coming out next year. You never know. There might be a uh, minority character in the Obi Wan show, and people are going to freak out. So oh, God. <laughs> I've already seen videos when they announced the casting. So of course, I mean, we already we already went through that phase, Goldman. Come on. Well, it's it's late, late to the party. <laughs> Even when they announced the um, Deborah Chow being the director of the Kenobi series, I remember making a video about it and then seeing people like react negatively in the comments and people in general kind of being like, "Oh, they're putting a a woman, an Asian woman, as the the director for this." Like, it's for the diversity thing. And I just remember thinking at the time, like, really? Like this? Like, are we going that far into this now? Like, you, you can't hire anybody as directors now 
uh, without it being kind of an agenda. Uh, it does feel like it's fading away. Um, Phoenix says it's fading away, yeah. and that's why they're clinging to the uh, Dave Filoni comments and the Mandalorian so much. They need it since Star Wars is doing well right now. Oh, yeah, the Ahsoka. I wouldn't call it fading away. Um, it's quiet. This is quiet. I would agree with that. It's calm quiet. before the storm. I'm telling you, just wait. Just, just wait. They're in hiding. So, they're so, they're so waiting. What do you, what do you think is going to reactivate the culture war? Is it going to be a new Star Wars movie, or is it going to another be another female like, uh, Okay. Do you think so? So, so, so do you, do you think which one's going to have the more like negative reaction? Something like a new movie, uh, the Acolyte, because that one already has controversy around it. We we haven't even seen anything. See. Or or Lando, because Lando is going to be uh, written by a guy who someone's going to consider SJW, and it's also going to be. Uh, pro- probably they are black licking show. their chops, waiting for this Wes- uh, Leslie Headland movie yeah. uh, series to come out, just to trash it. They can't already. Got the, already they, 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 I don't think the Lando show is going to get hate because Lando is a pre-existing character. Uh, but the actual like Lando and, and Solo. So it's not forced diversity mm. then, okay? Because he's already there. It's, it's but <laughs> however, if you add one more, then oh, I no, think no. it depends. If one of these shows that comes out, like if the Obi Wan series sucks, then people will probably find a reason. But we're all optimistic. Everything's going to be great. Yeah. As uh, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas once said. I, th- I do think I do think it's kind of fading away to an extent you could say because like, like Goldman said, there hasn't been really much to complain about. But even the tiniest things, people will find a way to lose sleep over. Um, but I do think <laughs> overall Star Wars fans, they're kind of getting tired because, yeah, the sequels are over, which caused the most outrage. Um, they're over. It's been almost two years now since Rise. And I think a big chunk of that fandom is still seeing that other side still constantly complaining about them. I think they're already getting tired of that. Like, okay, like, can we just move on? <laughs> like, and so I do see that, but overall, yeah, I'm still waiting for this next wave of shows to come out and then, then we'll have our answer. I think. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an interesting path forward for the fandom. I, I don't, I think we've, it sounds kind of stupid. It's like a community healing thing, but it feels like we have healed in a way where a lot of people who, uh, you know, at least on this side of the screen, me and Lunga, we don't like the sequels, but we don't care either. Like, it's not something that, like, I'm not waking up every day being like, ah, oh, man, they could have done it better or something. It's like, okay, like, <laughs> it happened, it sucked, and it's like, I'm moving past it. So it's kind of nice to see that a lot of fans have, I, I feel like they're taking that approach now. Like, they're kind of being tired of hating on everything constantly. I mean, how, how long can you hate something? You know, the Dave Chappelle, hate, 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 hate. Uh, You'd be surprised. I was going to, that's exactly what I was going to say. (laughs) I was going to say too. You, yeah. I mean, you go to the site of Ray on Instagram, you go to the comments and people are just, oh, by the way, she's an awful character. It's like, (laughs) her picture of Daisy Ridley. Oh, there's people that want to run off of Twitter just because like they'll do something innocent. Like they'll bring up Daisy Ridley and say, oh, she was such a beautiful Jedi or just, just something innocuous, you know? Like, yeah. Um, and and just because they like the actress and they like the character, nothing you know, not like like because there were people that were like poking the bear, like saying, uh, you know, uh, the sequels are better than an all Star Wars movie ever made. You know, uh, <laughs> change my mind. You know what I mean? Me. Um, yeah, yeah. That, nah. that, that's like at least that you know I could see. You know, that's why people have a little back and forth. You know, whatever. But those people just on their own Twitter just saying, hey, I like this person, I like this character, and people just like yeah. slamming them. Oh, you like trash. You like trash. I saw. I saw. Like, uh... There's this Lego account, Lego Star Wars account, that makes all these cool Legos, and one of them had a had a Kylo helmet. His Instagram. I went to the comments to see what people were saying about it. Every single comment was like, "I freaking hate the sequels. I hate Kylo, but this is cool." It's like, <laughs> what's the point? No, this is funny. I got a, I got a comment from someone. It was just a period, but the account name was "I'm trying to mock the R word sequel defenders." <laughs> I don't know if that word's gonna yeah. get me canceled or not, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stay cautious. 
Uh, it is canceled, and, and I'm glad you uh, stayed cautious because I have not in the past, and it uh, shot me in the foot. Uh, shout out to Falcon. He says, I personally don't know about the drama dying out. People are not shutting up about Gina Carano and still believe Kathleen Kennedy is against the Mando. That's, that's a very funny a character. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a very funny thing because it seems like she came up with that idea for Dave and John to tackle Mandalorians, and then uh, John Favreau pitched it. Um, Shout out to RJ Dorian. Thank you guys for the super chats. He says, uh, the Lucasfilm Civil War was made up by Doomcock or some random Lucasfilm employee who got fired and decided to make this up. I, I, I don't know where it started. Was it Doomcock? Was it Mike Zero? Was it a mix of both? Like, it just felt like... I think uh, it was Doomcock. The Doomcock is when people actually believed it because I, I think there's like Mike Zero has such a... He's got a big fan base, but even like the worst of the worst still are like, yeah, he's complete BS. But then Doomcock made that video... And they all believe – I'd say it's Doomcock because once that came out, that's when I started like – you publicly heard people talking about it and stuff. And like all these news sources were like making articles and stuff about it, which is just ridiculous. Yeah. You know what we got to do? We got to do Star Wars. You know you have the uh, saved videos. There's one that's like that's going to be great. And there's one of George Lucas that's like um, they've gone too far in a few places. Mm. You need <laughs> one of uh, John Favreau in his compliment towards Kathleen Kennedy oh my from gosh, the documentary. Yes. Like Kathy's been a great producer. Like if if the topic comes up, that's anti Kathleen Kennedy. Just like pull up John Favreau saying, uh, "Kathy's been great for us. She knows what she's doing." And then that's, that's a good idea. Do. That's a good idea. We'll, we'll definitely talk about that um, closer to the end of the show about that whole uh, debacle with the Mandalorian Disney Gallery. But first, uh, it's finally happened for the third time. We have <laughs> yet again another trailer and release date for Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. The new release date is slated for spring of 2022. That's next year. And the reaction to this trailer has been mostly positive from what I've seen. Uh, but I will note there are a lot of people who are still kind of uncertain about the game due to the constant delays, which is fair. So I'm going to give this question to you first, Goldman, because I know me and you are really looking forward to this game. What do you think about the trailer? The trailer itself was no felt like it was no different than the one that came out last year. I, I love I saw these posts on Twitter where it was like the very first teaser that came out in like 2018. It showed coming uh, 2020. Then the next one coming spring 2021. Now coming spring 2022. Um, but it's coming out. Any I'm I'm I, I only refer to this game as future game of the year because that's what it's going to be. Uh, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just so excited. I don't know. I, I'm. I'm such a Star Wars shill, and I'm, I love Legos. So Lego games are just make me happy. Like the new Lego movies, I think they're just so cute and funny. So like it just it just it just puts a smile on my face. This is a guaranteed smile on my face. Um, so this is just a confirmation um, that the game is still coming out. It's not getting canceled. And I, I love how they included uh, Luke's line from the Last Jedi um, in the trailer. So yeah, um, I, I enjoyed the trailer. I mean, it, it didn't really reveal anything special. They did show us the map of all the planets. Um, and like in the one in the trailer, it showed like question marks on a few planets yeah. and on Reddit people were filling out like based off the galactic map and the planets that were in the movies, like where, which planet was missing and stuff. Um, I'm just excited, man. I'm so excited. I, I was disappointed to see it was coming out in 2022 in the spring. It'll probably be like April or May or something. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm excited. Future game of the year. I feel like the release date isn't as bad as we were joking around with the uh, the Chatween episode we did last week. I think I said that it would release in like December of 2022 or something like that. Like just something <laughs> That'd like be awful. Ass, yeah, something asinine. Uh, I don't know. Coming out in spring isn't bad. Uh, do you guys think it's going to release on May 4th? I feel like that would be a, a good day for it. I feel like right before Star Wars Celebration, this is a good time to release a big game like this. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if... 
It depends, because I think one of the shows will probably premiere on May the 4th. I mean, they've done that the past two years. Oh, well, the Bad Batch premiered this year, and then the year before that. I think the finale of The Clone Wars came out on May the 4th. I think so. But, so yeah, yeah the, right. either... If they don't release a show on May the 4th, then I could see them doing this game, but I think it's more likely to get a show. Yeah, what do you think about right. memes? I enjoyed it. I love how they, they continuously just throw in a sequel trilogy trailer music. Like the first one was the, the Rise of Skywalker trailer music. And then this one was the, the Force Awakens, uh, I think, teaser trailer. Um, I love how they just throw that in there. And it's like, it's it's always it's only gonna it's always going to make the most epic trailer. Uh, I'm excited. It looks <laughs> like it's got something for everyone. Um, you got something for the OT fans, the prequel fans, and the sequel fans. And then, of course, those who are all fans of all three. And my favorite aspect is I can't wait to see what the... Uh, sort of open world aspect of it is and that's a open world is a star wars game i've always wanted of course we're going to get that but with lego because of it's lego you can do so many planets and stuff because they don't have to spend so much time making all the fine details like like in a grand theft auto type game a level of detail and stuff so i'm excited to see that um I love if you guys have seen those articles and stuff where they compared the same shots from the old trailer to the new one. You definitely see a much updated version in terms of animation and, and textures and detail. So it's cool to see the, the game actually updating and stuff through time. Um, but I'm excited. I'm definitely probably going to pre-order this. So, yeah. Longo, will you pre-order uh, this? You, you've been hating on it. You've been hating on it for a while. Has this trailer I'm, done I'm anything not, to change gonna, it? No. <laughs> oh, man. No, not really. I just, I just, it's, again, it, it sounds bad, because I don't want to, like, make it sound like I hate on Lego, because Lego is cute, like Goldman said, it is, I like some Lego stuff, you know, the the Lego Batman does make me laugh, I do enjoy Lego Batman, and mostly because it's Will Narnett, and he just makes me laugh, like, Batman, the way he does it, uh, the Lego movie, which was its own little universe, even though it had cameos from all these different characters, but it was still, it's the Lego universe, you know, this is being set in the Star Wars universe, I don't care if you say it's not canon, Goldman. It's still in the Star Wars universe, and and it just it it annoys me. <laughs> I find that surprising because for me, like this is a uh, it's nostalgic for me for sure. I grew up with the um, original Lego Star Wars games, and as someone who doesn't like the sequels, uh, I'm not really looking forward to playing those that much in this game. But I'm definitely interested in playing the prequels again. The original trilogy is always my favorite out of the Lego Star Wars games, and seeing them remaster it and, and the way they're doing it, it, this feels like a big game. Like it feels like a huge game that I, I don't, I guess I don't understand, understand the scope of it just yet. And like, look at that. You can play as Yaddle. Is that not cool? You can play as Yaddle. Like how many games no. in Star Wars have you been able to play as her? Come on. I know. <laughs> That's fair. I, I can't wait. For it. I can't wait until when you complete all the missions, you can do like the custom characters. And then I want to play as Jar Jar in the last mission of episode nine, where you uh, take down Palpatine. Yes. Oh, oh God! Yes, <laughs> I'm gonna create a character. I'm gonna Stop. play as Lunga. I'm gonna make Lunga <laughs> oh, a character. Yeah, turn, turn that makes character. me laugh. It's funny you say that because um, my one friend John, Nerd Reactor, when they were playing Red Dead Redemption, he named his horse Lunga. I'm like, thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Question: God. Do you guys think Claude will be a character in this game? No. No, no. I think he'll right. make an appearance. I don't think he'll be a playable character. Yeah. Although it'd be interesting if you can use his like aspects of him to the create your own character. Like, just throw Claude's head on. He is, he is a pivotal character in the uh, light speed skipping scene. I don't get how they they can't include him. He is sure. He does have the important <laughs> role. I can't. I guess I can't dispute that, Goldman. 
Uh, I, I don't think he's that important that he's going to be featured. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like oh, we got Yaddle. Okay, if they got Yaddle, we got Claude. Yaddle just sat in a chair and... Yeah. Claude did more. Claude actually had lines. Exactly. He went, blah, blah, blah. No, exactly. No, I, I think we're more likely to get Babu Frick from Rise of Skywalker than Definitely. we are to get Claude. As much if as I, I get like to run that. around as Babu, that, yes. Yes. Hey, hey, that cute. <laughs> I wonder if they'll have like emotes and stuff in this game. Actually, thinking about it. Oh my god! And yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bobby. I'm like, I'm. That's it. I'm done. Pre-order. First old edition. I thought you said emos, and I was like, emos. <laughs> like, build your own emo Ren character. I need um, <laughs> I need uh, Lego characters Fortnite dancing in my game. That oh, that would uh, right. that would sell it to me. It's time for you to go, <laughs> Goldman. It's time. Yeah. Yeah, you're off. I, I would I would I would turn the game. I, I would I would do what Lunga does and just avoid it. Uh, do, do you guys think the delays are going to affect sales for this game at all? Because it's been delayed what three times now. It was delayed from. Uh, 2020 to I think they gave us like a it was like October 2nd of 2020 is when it was supposed to release like very early in October and then they delayed it to I think spring of 2021 come mm -hmm. spring they say like oh we got to delay it again and they gave us like I, th I think it was like indefinitely and now yeah. we have a spring 2022 mm -hmm. release date there's been some hesitant uh, hesitancy from a lot of people who don't who, who maybe were into the game but aren't anymore do you guys think that that they're going to come back into the season. Is this enough to get you engaged if you weren't engaged before? Clearly not for Lunga, but maybe <laughs> maybe people who uh, are more skeptical. I don't know. Who's going to go? I don't know. It, it does it again. I'm not like big in the video game like space. Like this has happened where just the fact that games are delayed that turns people off from the game. Does that happen? Uh, it depends on what the final release is because. I think for me, I'm, I'm like in the end, I'm I'm a very impatient person. But for this, I'm very happy that it's being delayed, simply for the fact that that means they're really taking their time on this and they want to release a fully finished product and stuff. Which you look at EA's track record, it didn't work out so well for them. So I understand mm -hmm. the complaints of it being delayed, but in my mind, I'd rather wait two years and get a extremely well fleshed out game that's like ten times bigger, probably not ten times, but much larger in terms of content and stuff because of the delays. And they smoothed everything out to where you play this game, it's a finished quality product and you know you don't have to wait for five thousand updates for it to get smoothed out uh i think most people will see that once the gameplay gets released i hope i hope it's not like uh what's that one game that took like three thousand years to make um not Anthem? no then the new one um cyberpunk? cyberpunk yeah and then it finally came out <laughs> it was just a complete mess I hope yeah, if it's you're not talking like that. about this game like it's Eve online like it's this i big know it's like mmo <laughs> that's gonna span the universe it's like right God. Right, right, but well, I do you think in the you long don't run, understand how it. big these Lego Star Wars games, man. It's for everybody, family friendly. You know, it's got to reach all the levels. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I, like I, the, I the Bad Match? <laughs> oh boy, yeah. No, the bad Match. Thought we're done with that, Lego. The, the Bad Match sucks in, in the sense that you can't play anything about it. You can't do any. It's not a video game. This is cute. I think people are gonna at least semi enjoy this. Um, I do think there is a thing called um, not overhyping something but um, marketing something for too long. And I feel like this game is going to suffer from that. It's been marketed since like 2019 and it's not coming out until like three to four years later. So I feel like certain people are going to be like, oh, oh, it's finally out. And then at the time it releases, they're like, I don't care. I mean, we see this with movies and I can't think of like a recent example, to be honest, but there have been movies in the past where um, I, I would argue this with Black Widow, where like Black Widow was marketed for so long and talked about for so long. By the time it actually came out, you had seen so much of the movie through the trailers. It was just like, eh, okay, like, you're just kind of tired of it already. Like the, any interest I had in the movie died out within the first year of marketing. By the second and third, it was like, I, I really don't care. 
So I hope that doesn't happen with this game because it looks promising to me. And um, I'm not as cynical about it as Longa, of course, because I, I don't love Lego, but I think this is always fun. Um, but I, I have no idea how this is going to abode with the Star Wars fans. I don't think it'll be that bad because like Black Widow, like I'm not super into Marvel, but I know that Black Widow is just, it's just kind of like a random spinoff film, right? If I'm, if I'm correct um, on that. Well, uh, it's it, a basically it, like in between. Yeah. Uh, sets up characters. Or Civil War. True. And, it's not like, it, I guess I'd compare it like this Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga game is something that all like virtually every Star Wars fan wants in terms of like Star Wars gaming fans. So this is, this would be like if they like delayed Infinity War Endgame by a couple years. That hype level would still be there I, I, in my opinion for the most part. Um, and so I can't see it dying off that much. Just yeah, a few years is a long time. But once it finally comes and you start seeing how much content is in it, I think people are going to immediately you know, get back hooked onto it. So yeah, And once it wins a uh, game of the year. Oh, yeah, you're all for that. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it will. I, I wonder what's going to win Game of the Year because I think The Last of Us Two beat that uh, Ghost of Tsushima that everybody was upset Tsushima, about. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows at this point? Well, that's all I have to say about the Lego Star Wars game. Uh, next thing I want to talk about was a report that came from uh, the good guys at LRM Online. They said that Cad Bane is going to be one of the many cameos that we have in the Book of Boba. He had a recent appearance on the Bad Batch series, and there was a deleted scene about Cad Bane taking on Boba, uh, taking on Boba where they like shot each other in the head, and that's where those marks came from, and um, Boba Fett's helmet, and I think, where the fuck Cad Bane has uh, on his head? So <laughs> this question, I'm going to give this to you, Longa, first. Uh, how does Cad Bane fit into the Book of Boba? Does this work for you? Um, Yeah, I mean, it does, because it's going to revolve around bounty hunters right and and the underworld basically he's take he took over Jabba's right um so yeah I, this fits I, I could see it um I mean I, I don't know if it's gonna happen I, I but I, I kind of said this about Cassian Andor maybe that that's gonna be more like it and that's another thing I'm wondering too how much if this is gonna tie into Cass well no because that's in the past but yeah. it could be like uh, Cassian Andor and this can both be a mixture of that underworld uh, uh, show that were that they were supposed to be done and was never done. You know what I mean. So I think we'll get a little bit of both. This one's going to be still more of the Mandalorian feel like that. But uh, yeah, bounty hunters being there, Cad Bane, of course. I, I think it's it's a perfect fit actually. Better than him showing up randomly in freaking Bad Batch. <laughs> here we go again. Oh, Here's on. Longa. I mean, I like seeing him. But... No, you're, you're right. He showed up and then he's gone for the rest of the season. I'm like, yeah. What was the point? <laughs> yeah, and then he got his ass kicked by Finnick Shand and like. <laughs> oh, and, and he is the one who put the dent. He's the one who put the dent in Boba's helmet. So yeah. It, it, yeah, it, it fits. Yeah. yeah. What, what do you guys think about it? Uh, Goldman Pal memes? Or are you okay with Cad Bane showing up? Does this intrigue you at all? Eh, I mean, I, I, I'm not a big fan of just like cameos, but at this point, I've come to accept that's probably going to happen with a lot of characters. Um, so I mean, I've never been a big Cad Bane fan. I mean, is he cool? Sure. But just looking and sounding cool isn't enough to get me excited. Like when he showed up in the Bad Batch, I was like, "Oh, it's, it's cool mu music, I guess." And 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 this, I mean, this is it's it's much longer too. I mean, the Bad Batch is the furthest we've seen him uh, in the chronology of Star Wars, so it's a pretty big jump. Um, I love how certain characters don't age at all, like uh, Bo Katan from uh, Clone Wars to uh, Mandalorian, and then there's characters like uh, Oh Obi Wan or. Um, Owen and Baru, who age like 50 years and 20 years. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I, no, no like strong opinions. I mean, will, will I be excited to see him? No. Will I be punching a wall if I see him? No. I'm just like, okay. I hope it, I just, I, I just hope it's not like 
cameo, a new cameo every episode. Like, if he shows up, cool. I just don't want these characters to take away from Boba Fett. It's a similar complaint and a uh, you know thing that we were thinking going into Mando season two. They, they surprisingly pulled it off, and they did. Uh, Go- Goldman, you already know if, you, if you're not a fan of cameos, well, we have bad news for you <laughs> for a uh, book of Boba. Um, next week we'll talk about two characters that we learned that are going to be in the series and um, how people are going to feel about that. But Palp memes, what do you feel about Cad Bane being in book of Boba? I'm kind of on the same page as uh, Goldman. I know Cad Bane's a loved character, a bounty hunter and stuff, but to me. He's just kind of like all the other bounty hunters. Pretty badass. He does cool things. That's about it. Uh, but like, I also agree with you, Lunga. It's it makes sense. It's a bounty hunter show. It makes sense. Uh, my only, just my only kind of wish is that the cameos, which is obviously just gonna be a bunch of this. Uh, my only uh, wish is that they help grow Boba Fett because you know we talk about oh, Cad Bane's just kind of a character that just kind of does cool things. But so was Boba Fett. Uh, and then they brought him back for Mando, which he was cool in. But that's about it. I just hope that this episode, I don't care if they put a thousand cameos in it, I just hope we actually get some character development and some depth when it comes to the character of Boba Fett. Uh, that's just my only expectation and, and, and wish from from John Favreau and the team over there making the show. Uh, so yeah, I'm just kind of like, I'm not going to be upset about it, obviously. I'm not like super hyped or anything because I've never like really cared for the for the bounty hunter. Um but it doesn't surprise me. I think it'll work def- definitely work for the for the whole premise of the show, so... I'm kind of confused on like where bad or Cad Bane's gonna fit into this uh, because I mean, Jesus, he's old, right? Like, how old do uh, it, what is this species called? It, it, it starts with the Duros. Duros. Yeah. yeah. So I was gonna I was gonna say something different, um, but uh, how long did the Duros normally live? Because he's he seems seasoned enough by the time of the Clone Wars. So adding another 30, 35 years on top of that, like I feel like the rivalry that he had with Boba maybe have has faded so much by then. I really am curious how he's going to work with Boba. Do you guys think he's going to be like an enemy of him or is he going to be someone he teams up with? Because he's going to add a lot to the show in terms of dynamic. He really does kind of steal the spotlight in Clone Wars and he's always a character who has a lot of authority to what he says. And, you know, even Count Dooku, like, would let Cadman kind of talk shit to him and even Darcidious. And it was just because they understood that this guy always did his job and he was great at it. And so you just kind of accept him for who he was. He could be a really big threat in Book of Boba. Do you think he's going to be a threat against Boba? Or do you think he's going to be a threat against like the New Republic or the Empire? It's funny because I, now that you bring that up, I've never really thought about what the like plot of the show would be. I mean, we kind of assume it'll have to do with him taking over like the Hut Cartel because that's how they teased it off at the end of the Mandalorian. So, like, is, is the plot going to be like other bounty hunters are going to come to like take his throne? I, I, I that sounds interesting. I would prefer a Cad Bane to be an antagonist, just because I don't know. Just because I can't picture who would they be fighting. Like, are they going to be fighting the Empire? So, I'd rather that not happen. I don't want the Empire in everything. So, I would prefer him to be an antagonist, and maybe Boba Fett goes against him and some of the other bounty hunters that we saw in the Empire Strikes Back. I think maybe like the first order hires him first order hires cad bane or uh maybe a former remnant of the empire because I, I feel like they're gonna have to have him as an enemy of boba I, I don't think they can work together i feel like uh because of what we've seen with them already and what we know that happened in those uh, deleted scenes for the clone wars i feel like mm-hmm. cad bane would serve as a great villain um, or an anti-hero in the book of boba because we, we gotta like boba somehow i don't know how they're gonna pull off boba being a character for this entire series but they have to do it somehow. Lunga, what do you think? Where does Cad Bane fit into this story-wise? Uh, I mean, 
I would say I don't think him and Boba can be friends just because they had that rivalry. You know what I mean? And Boba's, he's Cad Bane's the only one who like thrashed him basically. You know, give him a little whooping. Um, so I, I don't see him necessarily working that way. However, the Boba we saw in Mandalorian seems to be more of this. While he's still driven to do what he wants to do, and he has his revengeful things, I. I I could see it turning out to, oh, we got a rivalry. We'll have another face-off. And then it's like, oh, we got Stand something off. to do with. Let's work together. Oh, God, we'll they're so later, old now. You know? It's two old guys still yeah, yeah. beefing. And, and girls, by the way, age the same as humans. So um, there is no long-lived lividness mm. with their species. They're usually that, that 70 to 90-year age range. So how do you think he's going he's gonna to look? Do you, you think the live-action look is going to do well for Cad Bane? Yeah. I mean, his skin was wrinkly. Kind of, He had a lot of... A lot of Face lines already, his forehead has like yeah. you know thirty lines in it, whatever the case is. I mean, you know, so I mean, um, so and his jowls kind of droop already. So I mean, he look the alien looks like it could be old already just from the begin with. So I don't think they're gonna do much. Maybe give him a few scars or something. So I'm actually curious now because do you think they'll just like have an actual human just paint his face blue and give him like red contacts? No, he has a no because that's too much face. like uh, exactly. So like I get Tarkin. So are the like is he gonna be he's not a chiss? He, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So is he? So yeah, obviously they'll have to change a little bit more. So I don't know. Will it be like a CGI face? Maybe they do like a practical thing. No, I think they're gonna do what they did with um, Newt Gunray and um, the other guys from the Trade Federation <laughs> and the Phantom Menace have it work, uh, yeah. like like a face, but it's it's an alien face, but it's like an animatronic that they use. Uh, that, that's the route that I personally see them going with. Uh, at least yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I guess it all depends on how much action he does. Because again, he's going to be really old, so I don't know if he'll do that much. Honestly, yeah, might, might be a little goofy seeing a here. seeing a really old man <laughs> doing front how, flips around things. <laughs> curious how old he is by the time of the Clone Wars. Because he has time a lot of pull up expressions in his face. Yeah. So he is. Says he was born at 62 BBY. So that means he'd be in his early 70s during the Jesus Christ. Which, according to the uh, <laughs> age thing on uh, the one site I looked up, that's it's not considered venerable yet. But he's on old. life support. <laughs> it's, it's old. It's old. So I guess, yeah. I guess you could say that's like someone, like for humans, like in their in their 60s. Okay. He's, a spry, he's a spry 70. You know. Yeah. yeah. He probably some shit. Yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, I'm, I'm really curious on his financial situation at this point. I mean, he's been in the game for so long, and if you're telling me that he's coming back to do more missions, um, I'm, I'm really, I don't know, weirded out by that. I'm excited that there's going to be a lot of bounty hunters in this. Uh, shout out to Valkyrie King. Thank you for the super chat. It says, uh, everyone's talking about Cad Bane. What about Bosk in it? I think it's been confirmed that Boss is going to be in it. Like, I'd love to see Bosk. That, that's where like the cameo stuff may become a kind of a hesitation for people who are critical of that, where you know, we're going to get Bosk in this. We're going to get Cad Bane. We also are going to get Din Djarin close to the end of the series. And um, we all know, like, the other two characters that we're going to talk about next week that are going to show up in the series. Like, that's that's five cameos right there. And uh, it doesn't get more. Oh, yeah. By the way, if yeah. you noticed uh, in, in, in the books and other stuff, they've been using Trandoshans a lot lately. They're like everywhere. Yeah. In, yeah. In uh, is, isn't Skier a uh, Trandoshan yeah. from uh, the High Republic? Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, I think they're trying to make this, um, for lack of better terms, of di diversified in terms of the species that we see. It's not just all going to be humans and humanoid stuff. So I can see them changing things up. I, I really hope we don't have like one-off cameos like we had with Mandalorian, 
where like Boba's like, I need this guy for a mission. Who do I hire? And then it's Bosk. And then the next one, he's like, all right, well, now I need this mission done. But only the best of the best can do it. And I'm going to do it. Uh, I can't do it. Let's get Cad Bane in here. And then, he <laughs> brings, and then he brings in Din Djarin for something else that he needs. Like, I really hope that one of the best things about the Clone Wars was the Bounty Hunter arc where Obi-Wan had to work with Cad Bane and other Bounty Hunters to do, like, I think three or four episodes of him just trying to figure out what they're doing and working with the Separatists. I hope we kind of get something like that with this where it's almost like a heist movie where maybe like two or three episodes are just an arc built on a certain mission <laughs> that they're doing and i don't think so mistakes are that they're in yeah what do you guys think the series is going to be about because it it's supposed to be season <clears throat> 2.5 of the mandalorian yeah. but what, what does that even mean is that going to continue the mandalore arc is that going to continue the galaxy wide state of affairs or is this just going to be uh primarily on the underground criminal world yeah i think it's him solidifying his power as taking over for Jabba. Well, not technically Jabba. It was, uh, what's his face? Bid Fortuna. Uh, yeah, Bid, yeah, Bid Fortuna. Um, yeah, but it was him solidifying uh, and shoring up his power as the new, you know, kingpin of the underworld. I think that's <clears throat> And as far as my Cad Bane prediction of how it's going to be, it's not going to be, well, who do I need to get? Come. I literally think Cad Bane is on a bounty, and he comes back to talk to Bib, and he's like, oh, hey. <clears throat> <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> you're still early, you're alive. Um, and that's, I think, how it's going to start with them, too. But we'll see. Um, Again, I mentioned that earlier. I don't really know what the plot could be. I don't think it's going to be tied into, like, the Mandalore arc or fighting the Empire. The way I kind of seen it, see it is kind of like all these shows are, like, different characters from Game of Thrones where they all have their own storylines. And then at some point... They're all going to come together for some reason. So I don't think, like, Boba Fett can do his own thing, you know, take over the underworld, maybe make some alliances with other bounty hunters, and that's that's the season. It's really badass. You get a lot of action. That That's what I would see. But I think I think Star Wars, only what you said earlier about you didn't want it to be, like, ep episodic in the sense where, like, one episode needs help, he gets this bounty hunter. The next episode needs help, he'll get this bounty hunter. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like that. Because if you look at the second season, The Mandalorian, it was, in a sense, really repetitive, at least in like the first six episodes. It was um, uh, Mando needed needed something, and in order to get it, he needed to do do a job for someone. He had to do that for Cobb Vanth. He had to deliver the uh, frog lady to that one planet. He had to help Bo-Katan raid the ship. He had to help, help Gina Carano and uh, Grief Karga attack the um, Imperial facility. He had to help Ahsoka take over the... Um, or retake the uh, city or the little town. So I guess by the sixth episode, that's when that formula was broken. Um, and then even in the seventh episode, they needed to get the location of Grogu, so they got uh, Bill Burr. So it's, it's, it is a little repetitive. Um, it just it worked, though. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Book of Boba Fett was repetitive in that nature. Yeah, but it would, would it work a second time is the problem. I really don't feel like... Wait and see. I, I don't think fans would be on board with that. And the way uh, Robert Rodriguez has been talking about this, saying that it's going to be like mind blowing and very over the top, I, I don't feel like following that same formula. The Mandalorian is going to be able to do that. I feel like the Mandalorian season two had a very slow burn. Like it, it just kind of kept building and building and building, like to this big grand finale that was amazing and epic. And I think Boba Boba is going to come out kind of full swing. I feel like the first episode is going to be big, and then it's going to kind of fade away. And then probably in the last two episodes, they'll bring in Din Djarin and have it really connect with 
the Mandalorian in, in some way. I, I do agree what you said earlier that it's going to connect, and I'm kind of curious on what their Avengers Endgame moment is going to be connecting all of these shows. Like, if it's going to have mm-hmm. like two shows have a big merging moment, and then three shows maybe later on, and then all shows in four or five years. Uh, we have an interesting road ahead of us with these Star Wars uh, series. I just don't want them to be repetitive and cameos only. The the end game is definitely going to be Heir to the Empire or a version of it. Would that be a movie or would that be a series? Though? I, think, I think it would be. I think it'd be a series. Like the one season. That's like the end. I think it depends yeah. on how much is built up from from that already. Like how much content they need for that. Cause like a movie is like two and a half hours long. It's like, how much content can you put in that compared to, we can make this a 10 episode show. It, I guess it depends on where the ending of yeah. the, the whole Mando first ends before the, the movie or whatever it would be before it all comes together. It could be a movie if it was the 2027 movie. Cause I mean, Rogue Squadron, I doubt that's going to be the could you imagine? culmination <laughs> of everything. Oh, God. Um, I mean, that'd be actually insane. It, yeah. it could it could be Taika's movie, but didn't they say Taika was going to do new thing like something different with yeah, new characters? It's going to be wild, according to yeah. I can't yeah, so it. I don't see that being the culmination event either. And I don't think they're going to announce like a new movie in twenty twenty four or anything. Like I think it's going to be twenty three, twenty five, and twenty seven, and that's it for until then. So it could be twenty twenty seven if they want to keep the Mandoverse going and t- for another six years. It's not that long if you think about it compared to like the MCU that went on for ten years before Endgame. Yeah, technically yeah. eleven. I think it'd be cool for it to, to culminate to a movie. I think that'd be, I mean, I'd love that. I love that idea. Um, it's just the execution. Is it? Is it like a thing where I'm going to want to go back a year from now and rewatch these shows? Or is it going to be like, oh my gosh, these shows just dragged on for so long and there's so much repetitiveness in terms of the story and content, what happens? That's my biggest issue is I think, you know, we were talking about Book of Boba, how much, I guess, the whole filler aspect of it. Um and I think there's going to be like three episodes where we're just like, oh my gosh, that was insane. And then the rest of what is there eight episodes total? So the other five or whatever, I, I think that the five are just going to be like he meets up with Cad Bane or whoever. Um, they do a little mission and then they tease what the next episode will kind of be about. And I, that, I hate that, but I think that might be the route it goes. So I think what, uh, um, what they're talking about, how it's going to be absolutely insane. I think there's going to be like three episodes, probably at the very end. Uh, back to back where it's like finally we're getting into this um, kind of like Bad Batch had all these episodes where it's like you really didn't have to watch them at all and you wouldn't miss anything. I hope that's not the case, but it's kind of how I'm leaning with how many cameos and stuff are already yep. being being sort of. Uh, I'll take stuff. a bold guest here. I'm going to say that uh, the hair to the empire thing is going to be a trilogy of films directed and written by Ryan Johnson. Just a piss everybody. No, he, 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 as much as I would love that, he said he was doing new characters. Don't forget. He yeah, said but he wants to. These are new characters now. He, he they could change. Don't you think Lucasfilm has learned a lesson about giving uh, Ryan Johnson pre-existing characters? <laughs> That's a good you know, point. You know, you know what's going to happen, though, is at the end of this season of the Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Fennec Shane, and some other bounty hunters are going to be trapped. And then the new bounty hunter is going to show up. And uh, we won't know who it is, and the character is going to take off the mask. It's going to be an older Omega. Oh my God! I think. Did you have to say that? I did. I did. Did you have to say that? I did have to say that. Come on! That, that, I would actually burst out laughing. I would. I would, I would, I would, I would like I would that ironic way. I'd be like, "Oh, the internet's gonna. Oh, I can't wait to see." The I, I would message Longo right away. <laughs> Omega's not that hated though, so I don't think you would piss. That's true. Off. Yeah, it's like she was hated, like when it was, she was like revealed, you know. Um, but then as the show went on, there's like people pretty much like her a lot. Um, 
But that would be pretty funny, actually. <laughs> Maybe it's the Bad Batch who shows up at the end. That would, uh, that pissed me off. But <laughs> five Timur Morrison's. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. And and it, they'd be talking to another Timur Morrison because it would be uh, it'd be Boba somehow, some way. You should you should get paid for playing like five different characters. Six if you include Boba Fett. Yep. I wonder how much um, Bradley <laughs> Baker gets paid for the Bad Batch voices. Like, does he make does he make bank over there? Probably. Yep. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, if you guys didn't check it out, I know all, I'm pretty sure all four of us we all watched the new Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. Yeah. Right? Yep. All right. Well, as you all know, clearly the most common conspiracy theory was pretty much debunked. Uh, this episode was good. It's a uh, on the Disney Gallery, The Mandalorian. It's a series of documentaries on the creation of the Mandalorian show, and this episode was entirely about Luke Skywalker from the final episode of season two and this episode we learned everything that went into that scene they even acknowledged the leaks for the second season and john favreau it was i'm not gonna say it fell out of left field but they really did like a dedicated segment about kathleen kennedy in this episode and it was just praising her for the impact and collaboration that she had on the mandalorian i'll give this uh, first question to you pal memes uh, what did you think about this most recent disney gallery episode it was awesome. I loved how they showed all the different techniques and stuff they attempted to use and everything. Um, I love seeing the the Mark Hamill lookalike, uh, Max something, Max Lloyd. I was talking with my good friend. I was like, they should should have just used him. <laughs> he looks just like him in certain certain angles and stuff. Um, but no, I loved it. It was really fun. But yeah, that that whole Jan, John Favreau part. I'm like, yeah, this is what all the normal people in the fandom have been saying. Um, and I can't wait to see when people start saying, which they've already said, is that Favreau was, was forced to say that, you know, but it, I really <laughs> enjoyed the episode. I did a watch party, uh, on my channel and stuff. We watched it and I had a really good time. I, Luke Skywalker is my favorite character. Uh, and so just seeing how they created it, seeing Mark Hamill, I love how they just went to his house with the child. <laughs> why, why are you lying? The Jedi. I didn't see you put up a billboard about Luke Skywalker. Yeah, because we're already going to get a Luke Skywalker show. Come on, come on, come on, come on. We got six movies with him. Come on. Well, five. You don't really count Force Awakens, but um, no, it was awesome. I I really enjoyed it. It's something I'm definitely going to watch again. It was inspiring to see, too, as as content creators. It's really inspiring to see uh, that passion that these filmmakers and stuff have. It's like, man, they they just put their all all, all into it, and uh, I had a great time watching it. Longa, did you like it? Uh, I mean... I did like those things, but it's like it's starting it's starting to get like these behind the scenes things are starting to get like a little too much for me. It's like, okay, how many do I need? Do I need to see? Um, it was cool when like a Mandalorian first came out and stuff, and now I'm like, meh, you know. Um, and it was it was in this one too, isn't this the same one where Filoni was talking about Ahsoka and how she's actually? Oh boy, yeah, uh, she, right, right. she's yeah, 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 yeah. That she I mean, has honest, more experience in Luke. But this is a no brainer for me. I don't yeah, understand why people even get upset. It's I like, know. uh, yeah, she was a Jedi and. Had full training as a Padawan. I mean, why? Uh, by the chosen Everybody one. prior to Order 66 is going to be a better saber duelist than Luke. Yeah, yeah because... it's, it's not even a, he didn't even say that she was like better than him or anything. Though. That's where it's no. really weird. It's like just, he just, just made an obvious combat. fact. He No, he just said like, hey, like uh, Ahsoka's been training longer than he has. So right. she she does things different. And people were like, oh, he said she's better. I'm like, no, she, no, she, no, no, he didn't. Like, she's not better than Luke. And if you think that she is, and that's also fine. Uh, Stan Lee talked about this years ago about when it comes yeah. to characters mm-hmm. fighting, the, the writer picks who wins. So it really doesn't fucking matter who we think is going to win or not. Um, it's whoever the writer wants. Like, yeah, whatever I, fits to the story. I do agree with you, Lunga, about um, 
I'm not feeling like I needed at least this episode of uh, the Disney Gallery. I, I was kind of surprisingly disappointed with this. Um, I didn't even make a review on it for the channel because I, I looked at it and I was like, well, how much is there really to talk about? Like on yeah. all actuality, they, they just covered a two minute scene at the end of the series. Which right. was, it, was it was all revolving around Hamill. It was fan service, yeah. right? It's what it was. It was fan service to bring in the people that love the old you know, OG trilogy and make them happy with Disney. Because look, Mark Hamill, we're doing this whole thing about him. And, Badass. and it's like, but how much? I mean, was it that interesting? Oh, yeah, they talked to me. Uh, and then I couldn't talk about it for 17 months. And it's yeah. like, I mean, what? What I mean, did, did we learn anything new other than like the actual actor that was behind? I mean, that's like, yeah, you know, yeah, we learned about we the really technology learned. and the AI that went into it. And it's like that stuff on itself uh, is fine. Like, if I got like maybe 20 minutes of that, but okay, like that was kind of cool to learn about. But I mean, they, they there's more that went into this episode. Like, the, the yeah. Luke Skywalker segment is literally like the last five minutes of it, and they didn't go over like the robots, the the Death Trooper things that um, mm -hmm. were attacking them. They didn't go over uh, Giancarlo Esposito's parts in this. It's or, like or doing Boba. a behind the scenes of Rogue One and just talking about the Vader the Hall. Yeah, yeah that is literally what this was. Like, I can I cannot like. Could you imagine if Lucasfilm even did that? They're like, hey, we know yeah. you've been wanting a behind the scenes for Rogue One for years. We finally released it, and it's just an hour long document on the hallway scene you'd be like this isn't what i wanted this is not at all what i wanted uh, yeah I, I was kind of disappointed at, uh, by that aspect uh goldman we haven't gotten your take on it what did you think about this most recent uh episode i would say it was good i enjoyed it would i watch it again no for me i have like different tiers of what i want from these documentaries like the, the worst documentary you can get is the one that the force awakens made where it's just people praising it the whole time they're like oh, i was so magical working for star wars and like everyone was so excited, there was no promise behind the scenes. Harrison Ford did not break his leg on the Falcon or anything. Everything was great. That's like the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. The best case scenario is you get documentaries like there was the ones for the the Phantom Menace, the original trilogy one, and the Last Jedi one, where they actually talk about a lot of the disagreements, a lot of the problems that went on. Um, those documentaries are great because they feel real. This one's somewhere in the middle because they did t t teach us show us a lot of things like the behind the scenes of like they talked about the Plo Koon thing which was funny even though in the back of my mind i was like how why, why would people believe this Plo Koon died in revenge of the sith but somehow Plo returned some, somehow Plo Koon <laughs> palpatine can do it Plo Koon can do it all right yes 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 um it was it neat seeing some of like the mark hamill's thoughts on it and how they kept and how they really one thing i did like was how um john favreau was like everyone knew ahsoka was going to be in it everyone knew uh <laughs> Boba Fett was going to be in it. We just really wanted to keep Luke's appearance a secret. Um, so I like how they were self-aware about that. And they're like, yeah, leaks happen, but we really just wanted to keep this one leak um, a secret. So, um, I mean, I enjoyed it. Would I watch it again? Not anytime soon. I didn't learn anything new. One thing I really wanted was to, to somehow just like connect it to The Last Jedi because I'm just such a shill and I'm so toxic for this kind of stuff. Uh, but they didn't. They mentioned it briefly, but that was it. Um, so yeah, it, it was fine. It, it was it was a neat documentary. I I probably wouldn't watch it again anytime soon. Well, of course, the best and most controversial part of it was John Favreau praising Kathleen Kennedy uh, for for kind of a minute, just talking about like the work and how like great she is. Uh, in our opinion, I think most of us would say that uh, it completely dispels the idea that there is a Lucasfilm civil war going on. But of course, a lot of people are going to say, "Oh well." he wouldn't be talking bad about her on a Disney special or he's being paid to say that. Uh, what did you guys think about his statement? And do you guys think that's going to do anything going forward for the Lucasfilm civil war narrative? 
Uh, who wants to, you want me to go? <laughs> the Lucasfilm Civil War narr- narrative. It's just like, I think we're doing a disservice to this fandom by keep on like talking about it. Because yes, there's a certain section of the fan base that really believes it. Or I think they want to believe it so bad. I, I honestly think a lot of these people know it's not true. Um, what made, might there have been some disagreements about things? Sure. If Is there a chance John Favreau came out and he's like, went to Kathleen Kennedy's like, listen, I'm not a big fan of the Rise of Skywalker. Sure, that could have happened. But it's not like Kathleen Kennedy and John Favreau are out here fighting each other. So this, this I'm, not, I'm not surprised that he said something like this. And there's a, there's a lot of self-aware things they said. Like they began the documentary by talking about how important it is that they respect the fans and how they respect the legacy that George Lucas um, created. You know, it's like the reason why a lot of people don't like the sequels is because it disrespected George Lucas. So like, I think they're very aware, aware of the things that they need to say to like make certain fans happy. So I, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if they put it, they purposely said, we're going to have a segment praising Kathleen Kennedy um, just so we can get rid of any drama. But I, I was- like, I like what you said about the self-awareness thing. I, I do feel like Lucasfilm has been doing that since probably 2018. Since last year. Definitely. Yeah. It feels like they've reined in on the employees talking shit on Twitter, um, kind of sending messages to the fans and like, almost understanding the fans a little better. Do you, do you see that at all longer? Do you feel like Lucasfilm's become more self-aware? And do you feel like this Kathleen Kennedy bit in the recent episode was like intentional that they were like, all right, we got to put this to bed. Yeah. 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 They, 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 they are, I know it's not going to win over, you know, the most adamant people obviously, but they are definitely looking like they're trying to like, um, be more inclusive with all star Wars fans rather than alienating them. Um, while I do believe uh, you know, a lot of the rhetoric from the Phantom Menace about respect the fans and they're doing it is, is really overblown. It's like they don't have to respect you. George Lucas didn't give a fuck about you. Guys. Exactly. I was going to say, fuck George talks shit on the fans right, a exactly. lot. Right. Uh, but at the same time, I think they do recognize that that's not going to help if they're antagonizing fans as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially when they, they have, you know, certain like. Pablo Hidalgo or certain people that are just like just poking poking the bear purposely you know it's like how are you helping Star Wars I mean is your goal to say you know we and I know they have some people have said this it's like you know what no we don't want them in the fandom you're you know how many fan you know how much money you're gonna lose you do want if you're a business you do want them in the fandom yes. sorry mm-hmm. okay those, those are the fans <laughs> that really make you like the merchandise right. sales and all that Right, they're the ones that make you the money. They're the ones that got you here. Sorry, Disney. I know you think you're Disney. They didn't get you here. Uh, but they're the ones that made Lucasfilm worth your while to spend four billion dollars on it. So, you know, they got to take into account. And I think they are trying to. I, I, I'm not going to call it an olive branch. It almost seems like um, <laughs> one of those little animal traps with the with the little box and a stick, and they got like little food in there. Like, come on, <laughs> come on, come on. You know? they're going to pull a string, and it's going to be ha ha sequels all day. <laughs> you know, but uh, pretty much what it is. Yeah. That, that food is Luke Skywalker, and uh, <laughs> the, the, the trap is the Mandalorian and the merchandise yeah. with Grogu. Uh, I'm, I'm curious about um, Doomcock. Honestly, has he said anything about this uh, since? Yeah, he uh, made a video uh, saying that Kathleen Kennedy was rehired or some BS like that. It just makes me laugh. I'm He's like still insisting, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's very clear, in a way, like in a very ironic way, I very much respect him, because he stays so true to himself in his own words, he's like, no, I am not backing down, I am standing my ground, I just, I, it, it 
bugs me on how many people still believe him and stuff. Uh, but I thought that whole that segment with Kathleen Kennedy, um, even I, I'm sure, like I agree with you guys. I'm sure they're like, hey, we really need to put this to bed. We need to talk about how you guys truly feel about this person because apparently people think she's like a demonic thing or whatever. Um, and John <laughs> Favreau, yeah, John Favreau hates her, and it's. But it's like, it makes sense. Like, Kathleen is the reason the greatest Star Wars thing to happen since the OT, according to a lot of people, happened is because of Kathleen freaking Kennedy. Um, yeah, last time. Rise. No. <laughs> no, but I, after hearing it, I'm like, yeah, that's great to hear, but the only ones who are going to believe it are those who never believed that whole idea in the first place. I'm sorry. People, it, it, people it's like the whole, like, that canon thing or whatever you call that. It's like people get so, such an... They just digs a hole so deep for themselves in their own mental mindset that no matter what facts or evidence come out against them, they will still be blocked in that chain. Um, and so when I heard it, I was like, okay, yeah, it's nice, but people are still gonna, people are still gonna bring up that BS saying that that there's a civil war and stuff because they just it, it, it fits their narrative, fits their agenda, and they're just ignorant. Um, but it's still nice to have that confirmation over a confirmation that like yeah no there's no civil war going on are there are there creative disagreements of course that's literally going to happen in any movie especially a trilogy or whatever you're making it's always going to happen uh but these are these are grown-ass adults who have a grown mindset where hey you disagree with me i'm not going to start fighting you because of that <laughs> um but yeah yeah um i i think that now people are going to start realizing okay kathleen kennedy's here to stay it's going to be a while before she probably even leaves um it seems like they had like backup plans for her in case she was planning on leaving. Um, I know Jason Ward said in the last stream that we did that uh, uh, Michelle Rajwan was kind of like going to be the second pick, uh, pretty much. If Kathleen Kennedy left, that she would have taken the mantle for a couple years. Um, shout out to Charlie Spur, always paying the bills here, saying that uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith not being your favorite movie is a war crime and a crime against humanity under the Geneva Convention. You're all under arrest <laughs> by the United Nations. That's right. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's not my favorite. I, I Revenge see... of the Sith is an underrated masterpiece. Just accept shut, it. You shut your whore mouth, <laughs> all right? You shut. That, unfortunately, that is an overrated comment nowadays that everyone says. If everyone uh, loves something, it's not underrated. Well, we love it because of the memes. That's that's the big key. I still enjoy Listen, that movie, but... I would have to say, I, it's... It's not flawless. <laughs> it's got... No, no, yeah, yeah. Not, I, I love it. It's my favorite Star It's the first movie I saw in theaters before people start going after me, right? This, Revenge of the Sith was the movie that I watched over and over again as a kid. But growing up, and I'm like, I rewatch it, and I've seen better movies, and I'm like, eh, it's got a lot of flaws. But I still enjoy it. I still love it for that. I have a lot of nostalgia for it. I'm, I'm pretty honest about that. <laughs> it's mostly nostalgia, but... You know what? I mean, when we're, when we're talking about Star Wars movies, though, you know, it's like after the original trilogy, it's fourth. It's it's yeah, it's up fourth. there. It's up there. It's definitely like it's one one thing I appreciate about Revenge of the Sith, at least compared to the other prequels, is that I feel like Lucas understood at that point. All right, people aren't liking the Phantom Menace because it's political. People aren't liking Attack of the Clones um, because it's lovey dovey. Let me just make a blockbuster. Let me just go all out on Star Wars action, and it seems like that really worked. Um, I remember, I remember seeing Revenge of the Sith, and I'm, of course, I was extremely young at the time. But it, the reactions to that were a lot more positive, and people were like, "Yeah, this one was fun to watch." Revenge of the Sith is a very fun movie. I don't feel like that is uh, applicable to Attack of the Clones. Um, Phantom Menace, kind of fun. I, I've I've grown more fond of Phantom Menace over the past couple years, but other than that, uh, I, I think when people say I'm a big fan of the prequels. They largely mean they love Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. 
Like the amount of times I always get curious. Like I'll, I'll go to random YouTube channels, like usually just movie reviewers, not like Star Wars channels and like their rankings, of the movies. And I'll just go to the comments and see what people say. It's most people have Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, like towards the bottom, like literally either 11 or 10. And then you get the occasional, like really strong sequel hater in there. But usually it's episodes uh, one and two that are at the bottom. But the amount of people that have Revenge of the Sith in their top three is way more than I could have ever imagined. So, yeah, I I don't think you're wrong there. Mm. It's it's I always debate on like where my top Star Wars movies are. It's always like original trilogy, and I, I think Lung is right. It's always number four. Revenge of the Sith is always number four for me, and after that, I uh, put The Force Awakens, which I guess surprises some people. But I feel like. All five of those movies, the original Star Wars movies, uh, Revenge of the Sith and The Force Awakens, all kind of on their own really capture uh, Star Wars feel and the way of the storytelling. And I think if you if you literally erased episodes one and two, you erased episodes seven or not seven, um, eight, eight and nine and uh, Rogue One and Solo Star Wars story and you keep those five films, episodes three through seven, it's not bad. And it kind of uh, gets the story in a really good way um, that at least I can look back fondly on. Uh, there, there's a lot of unique ways that people watch the Star Wars movies. There's like the uh, um, machete order, I think. Uh, there, there's the chronological release order. There's so many different routes to do it. But uh, I think if you just did those four or five, you'll be okay. Eh. <laughs> people laugh. People laugh that one because I say I think there's been more of the eleven movies. I think there's been more bad Star Wars movies than good ones. I'd say the only ones that I would classify as not bad would be episodes four through eight. Uh, I think that's fair. Uh, like, okay, I guess we can we can go round table on this uh, before we end the show. Uh, like, what what do you consider a bad Star Wars movie? Because unfortunately, I feel like my well, list is going to be longer than all of you. Um, well, it depends. Like, bad's like a lot of people say like it's a good movie, but it's a bad Star Wars movie. Like, yeah, Revenge that. Fuck that, that makes no sense to me. Re I've Re never Revenge, that. Revenge of the Sith is a movie I love watching. I can watch it. I can put it on any day and watch it and have a blast. But I can re I can remove my Star Wars glasses and say, okay, like this is the third movie in a trilogy. I don't think it's that great. Is it better than the other two? League's better. I don't think it's like. Mm -hmm. I, w I would not consider Revenge of the Sith a good movie for a casual movie goer. Interesting. Kanye West would disagree with you, and I think he's well, a Kanye casual. is a freak. He's a genius. <laughs> he, he's a Shakespeare of our time. Uh, so, so what would you guys consider a bad Star Wars movie? It doesn't have to be a bad film, but a good Star Wars, like any of that. Just, it, just what? absolutely, like you're like when I think of a bad Star Wars movie. Okay, well, these these three come to mind. I'll, I'll give you my first ones. When I think of a bad Star Wars movie, I think of. And I, I love both of you so much. I want you guys to know this right now. <laughs> You're not going to uh, offend me. I I think of Attack of the Clones instantly. I think of Rise of Skywalker. And uh, I probably would go for uh, Solo. I, I, feel, I feel like Solo's a bad one. And I know a lot of people love it. When I think of like bad, I'm like, these things aren't going to be aged uh, memorably. Uh, I would add The Last Jedi in there. But that's just because I feel like it's uh, it's not fun. Like, even if you love The Last Jedi, it's like, ah, it's, it's not a fun. It, it's like... A, it's an emotional movie to go through, so it, I can agree with that. Not, yeah, so so that one is iffy for me. But my three would definitely be Attack of the Clones, Rise of Skywalker, and Solo: A Star Wars Story. I, I think those are bad Star Wars movies. If I had to okay. generalize them, Longa, I'm, I'm interested in your take on this. Uh, well, uh, the top, if I if if you go across the gambit, 
you know, other than Lego Star Wars, which doesn't count, uh, we're not. It's, it's not yeah, like yeah. Live action movies. actually so happened. Okay, but if we're talking <laughs> about the live action movies, movie movies, the worst one for me is Last Jedi. That's it's top of the list worst one in Attack of the Clones. Shortly after, but here's the thing: at least with Attack of the Clones, I understood there was an emotional tie with it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? There was at least an emotional tie, even if they fudged it all up and it was just sand sand everywhere sand i was apparently watching dune without it being dune um but uh it you know it, at least it was an emotional tie you know it's like i know anakin and it's almost like yeah but i know what's coming in the next one Dark may order 66 you know so uh, there was a tie-in um the love story we knew lucas can't write it was horrible uh but there was still some fun stuff in there you know um the, like i said the, i like the whole bounty hunter thing that was fun um there was still some good things in there but yeah it would top is Last Jedi and right after his Attack of the Clones. Okay, okay. Uh, well, what about you, Palf Memes? What is three Star Wars movies you instantly think of when it comes to a bad Star Wars movie? A New Hope, Empire, Return. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, At least it's a New Hope before Empire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think I find appreciation in all the Star Wars movies, of course. But I think the worst may definitely are, and this is just my opinion. And there's a lot of lovers that have um, Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. Uh, I tried, I tried rewatching them uh, not too long ago, a couple of months ago. Uh, even it was me and my brother. My brother just took the remote and just started skipping through like all the scenes. <laughs> and I kind of agree. I think, I think in terms of like pacing and story and stuff, I think they're pretty freaking weak. And then you've got the lack of character development and all of them. I have no, I have no reason to care for Count Duke. I have no reason to care for even Obi Wan Kenobi. I just don't like. There's not a whole lot of depth to these characters. And for me, Star Wars, it, like for and this is me, but Star Wars, like what I love about Star Wars the most is the emotional impact and the depth it has with characters and, and messages and themes. And I understand there's that political theme and stuff, but that's not something I can relate to at all. And so that for me makes Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones on, on, on my lower level. I don't even know what would be third on lowest. Um, yeah, that's a hard one because every other Star Wars movie, I find a lot of appreciation and joy for. Um, but I think. I understand why people love the, the, those movies because as a kid I loved them and stuff. I do think they have a lot of good in them. But in terms of overall story aspects of what makes Star Wars so special to me, it lacks virtually all those. All right. What about you, Goldman? What are your three bad Star Wars movies? So when, when I think of like the Star Wars movies, I have like four tiers kind of. Um, and this is just like what I think about the quality of a movie. Like Last Jedi is my second favorite Star Wars movie, but I don't think it's better than episode four or episode six. Um, I think the three bad ones would be episodes one, two, and Rogue One. I think those are genuinely bad movies, and I I cannot. It's funny because I have Rogue One poster up, but I I I still cannot fathom how people actually think Rogue One is a good movie. Like I get it, it has cool action, but that's just me. So that's what I would put as like actually bad movies. Episode one, two, and Rogue One. I would say movies that are are watchable or really could be really fun, but have immense problems. Would be Solo episode three and episode nine. Yes, Solo episode three, episode nine. That's like my third tier. My second tier would be just good quality movies. Um, I would put episode seven, eight, and six, and then my top ones are tra- actual like borderline perfect films is episodes four and five. 
All right, that's pretty fair. I can't think of the tiers fair. that I even have for this. Uh, my, my, my verb one takes is going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Car- Carson, Carson's already mad. He's, it's all yeah. Good job, camps, Goldman. Uh... Yeah, yeah I, I, don't get the, I really don't get the love for Rogue One. Like, I did when I first saw it because I was like, oh, wow, this is, like, really fun. And, like, it felt like a fan film um, just made by Lucasfilm. And then, like, I watched it the second time. Fell asleep in the theater. I got off of work real early. It was still I was still in high school, and me and my friend were like, "Well, we don't want to go home. What do you want to go do?" And I was like, "Hey, Rogue One's out. Let's go see that." And I'll tell you, down go, the first hour and a half, I fell asleep. He had to wake me up for the last sequence. Go, go to any like casual fan who likes Rogue One and ask them to name the Rogue One team, and you'll be shocked if they can get at least three people. Just like name the characters. Oh, see, I'm least, horrible with that. I forget at least Jen has like a crazy. decent amount of care. I, I, I don't. Yeah. Rogue One's not my favorite. I just don't think it. I mean, only is that bad. Be, before, before Cassian Andor got his own show, like I don't think I knew like a cat. Like I have friends that see the Star Wars movies, seen them a few times, watch The Mandalorian. That's it. No one can ever name Bodhi, Baze, or Chirrut. No one ever names them. Jen, I've seen people actually forget the name of the main character. <laughs> Everyone pretty much remembers K2SO because he's the most. I'd say he's the most memorable character. Um, and then you get the occasional person who remembers um, Saw or not Saw Guerrero, Kazan Andor. Well, what about Vader? Saw, I would not consider. I would not consider Saw, even though Saw is the best meme in Star Wars. he's not one of the main six. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny that when you mentioned Bodhi, I literally had to think about who the fuck that was. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is Bodhi? See, I remember when we said Bodhi, Cargo pilot. But. Yeah, I, I, uh... You didn't even like, name K2SO. Yeah, well, he did. He said... Yeah, he, he's I, said I, I didn't hear him. That's, that's the yeah, main He guy. said everyone remembers that because he's a droid. No. Uh, but Jyn Erso, I, I remember her in the main character's name. And I remember Galen Erso just because it's Mad Mickelson and he's just awesome. Yeah. And I love... I like his name. Galen Erso just rolls off the tongue. I think it's just a great mm-hmm. name. That's why I've always liked it. Uh, Krennic. But they're not part of the main six. But I remember Krennic. Um, Bodhi is the one I remember the most. I forget the most. And Chirrut, even though I forget his name, I just call him Donnie Yen all the time. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. I yeah. always call him Donnie Yen. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, Char- Charlie you- Spurs uh, super chat is is honestly right. It leaves the movie ends fantastically, and it leaves you with a good taste in your mouth. So you're yeah. like, oh, I-, I love this movie. I want to see it again. And then you go see the movie again, and you're like, well, I have to get through this scene and this scene <laughs> yeah, and this yeah. scene. Okay, we're on we're on uh, Scarif. It only took us an hour and a half to get here. Yeah, I'd say the final See, act is pretty awesome, but it's mainly just because it's a really cool action fest. So I think Edu's a good scene. When uh, there's, yeah, there's good scenes. I don't scenes why people but... don't like it either, though. It's like all the scenes with Donnie Yen are great. I'm sorry, he, he's spectacular. Yeah, uh, the, the few scenes we got with Galen were great. Um, Jin, I thought she was fine throughout the whole movie. She's okay. Um, it slowed down a little bit when we got the saw, even though I liked saw and I like Whitaker. It it the, the scene just seemed really weird. The whole thing with that monster and uh, you well, know, and, and... the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about me? that. I completely me? forgot about that. The whole tentacle. Oh my gosh. Yeah, there's so there's so many things that you forget because like Sagar acts like insane oh in Rogue One and I like, forgot about that. And everything else he acts normal. It's the whole the whole movie's a forgettable fest. If you guys look at my original Rogue One review <laughs> on the channel, I think I say multiple times like I can't remember who the fuck. Uh, uh, Cassian Andor is. I was trying to think of his yeah. name, uh, Diego Diego Luna. See, his, I kept his scenes his were, right. were bad, and and that's the thing. It's like that's why I'm worried about the series because it's like I didn't think he was that great in Rogue One. You know, it was kind of bland. So I'm oh, like, yeah. is the series going to be that good? Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you guys but remember Krennic, when they announced it? It was and people were like, "What like, the fuck are they making a Cassian yeah. Andor series?" Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, like, but Krennic, as far as the antagonist goes, because we know a lot of him. movies and a lot of shows. 
they're carried by the villain. Okay, Star Wars would Star Wars be Star Wars if there was no Darth Vader? Let's be fair. Um, yeah. That that's you know the villains really help carry stories. And I thought uh, 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 Ben Ben Mendelsohn, right? Ben, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did uh, Krennic his all his scenes to me were were, were fascinating and engaging. And so uh, to me that kept it going. I can't go by the whole falling asleep thing because I'll fall asleep through anything. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, you're an old I'm getting old now, you're so I'm just getting, I get the nods and I just. You know, it's funny when we were talking about this is kind of unrelated, but when we were talking about the uh, the poor gullet scene, I just remember in high school I had this friend who uh, was big into anime, casual Star Wars fan, and we would keep on telling him he loves the new movies because they all have some kind of tentacle monster. <laughs> in, in in the Force Awakens, they had the Rathars, right? Uh, Rogue One had uh, poor gullet. Last Jedi is the weakest one, but it has the uh, titty monster that Luke milks. Uh, Solo has, I don't remember what it's called, but the giant monster at the end that tries to destroy the Falcon. Oh, in the space? The Maw. I think that's what it is. I don't know. And then Rise of Skywalker has um, Claude. <laughs> kind of. Well, Phantom, Men- Phantom Menace had those uh, sea monsters. There's always bigger fish. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Attack of the Clones had... Um... Uh, Anakin, because he was trying to get his tentacles on Padme. Yes. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Gone too well, you gotta, far. You gotta remember, you guys saw that tweet though. We, 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 we the, you know, the, 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 the votes are in. Padme is obviously the strongest female in in Star Wars. So, Longa, I, I, I'm not gonna, you know, denounce. Oh, that. the, the uh, Shaylee. <laughs> I love Shaylee. She's funny. Yeah. Gosh, I saw. I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> She's, she went all out for that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I th- I think uh, she had a good point. Padme is uh, the strongest female character. She gave birth to the most powerful Jedi of all time, Luke Skywalker. And um, ah, shit, what else she do? She died of She died. No, that was Palpatine. You didn't read the you didn't <laughs> read the Reddit theory. You didn't read <laughs> not the even theory. in canon. I don't. She died another. from sadness. I didn't read the Reddit theory. <laughs> George Lucas himself she said died it. From a George Lucas, heart. he said that she abandoned her kids and died of a bro- broken heart. That's a, that's a strong woman right there. Uh, shout out to Falcon for paying the bills for my electricity this month. Uh, he says, <laughs> "I love the movie Rogue One, but I think the main love uh, is from the final act. It was a band of brothers style story, which Star Wars could use more of, in my opinion." Could you guys see that going forward? Like, I feel like um, it, I love the concept. Uh, yeah, like so, something yeah, where like it's fun. Yeah, they, they, they all die at the end. They make it like if they did that with like an Imperial Commando uh, movie or something. I think I think diehard Star Wars fans would oh. absolutely rage over that. Like all of them are making like a Last Stand and like the yeah. Alamo or something like that, and they just die. Like people would that'd be dope. It's probably why I'll never make a video on why I think Rogue One's a bad movie because I just love it conceptually, and I wish they would do more movies like that. I don't want more movies like Solo where it just follows a random character doing side adventures. I I, I don't like when shows are just named after one character, and it seems like literally all of them now are going to be that, except for maybe Rangers if that still happens. So I, I I prefer a movie that's just like about a team and they all die. I would do I wish the movie was better? Yes, but I love it conceptually. I want them so, to do more of it. So you're saying we need another Suicide Squad Star Wars movie? So what are we, some kind of Rogue not, One? Not, 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 not a big fan of the Suicide Squad, but yeah, I've never been. Uh, I, I, yes, honestly, yes, I would like a movie, not with that humor, but like conceptually, not actually not like a Suicide Squad, but like a team of people that die. Yeah, uh, more, more death is always welcomed in Star Wars. Uh, sometimes. Uh, can be very emotional but yet very good i i know i certainly uh teared up when i saw jen and cassian 
I, I don't know if they kissed or something right right before they died, but mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, this is just sad. a hug. Yeah, it, well, it seemed like they kissed on the elevator or something. It was it was kind of weird. I um, they didn't like I, lock eyes intensely. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna lock eyes with someone like that right before death. Uh, if I I don't know <laughs> if I don't if I don't want to kiss them or something. Uh, very very weird. Uh, do you guys think the Bad Batch is gonna go out like Suicide Squad? Everyone's gonna die at the end. What's gonna happen with those guys? Probably not. I wish it happened in the first season. I thought it would oh, been no, no honestly, I think I thought it would have been very impactful to see the Bad Batch die with the rest of the clone faculty. I think that would have been super impactful. Like holy cow. The end of the Clone Wars. And then we wouldn't have to see him again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm messing around. I am looking forward to season two now. The last few episodes brought me in. So It's weird it's because if you take out Rogue One, he's not really, like, you don't get protagonists or any main characters that die. Like, every character that dies is usually somewhat old or a side character. I mean, you get Padme, sure. Padme is the only one of the main, like, three characters in the movies to actually die in their trilogy. I mean, Ray dies, but she comes back to life. It just, it just had to be a woman. Thanks, George. Yeah. Um, but, like, I think Rogue One doesn't really count because when the sh- when the movie was announced, people, like, were saying these characters had to die because mm-hmm. where would they be in the originals? So, in that sense, yes. In Star Wars, you don't really get where a... You don't get, like, surprising deaths where a... I'm trying to think of an example in the Clone Wars. Like, even with Rebels, spoiler, like, Kanan was the oldest character. He was the mentor figure. So it makes sense that someone like him dies. Besides that, have you ever gotten, like, a young character that's died in Star Wars? Ben? Who's the most controversial He was in his 30s. And and, and and he was the villain. Villain. Oh, you yeah. mean, like, young, young? Well, not young. Oh. Even, like, a protagonist, right? Like, a death. He became one, in a way. I mean, um, all the younglings in Order 66? Yeah, how do you remember? They, 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 they have <laughs> to actually be named characters in the movies. Oh, they gotta be named. Oh, they were. It was yeah, Youngling yeah, One, Youngling Two, Youngling Three. We got three. a caveat. All right. <laughs> oh man, one oh, of them was Snoke. I mean, or supposed to be Snoke. Our boy Knights of Melvin, shout out. He says, uh, "I love the Knights of Melvin, dude." Who doesn't? Um, I man, guess he's saying, oh, "I'm man. a Disney. I'm a Disney shill now." Um, I'll, I'll take his word for it. We're all Disney shills. Um, I'm definitely not compared to Goldman and and, and fucking yeah, exactly. over here. Yeah, where's my yeah, video, Knights of Melvin? I gotta, I gotta on, give man? I gotta give Knights of Melvin a prop. He 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 brought a meme into my friend group because we were on Discord and my my uh, followers sent me the video and we watched it. And like the Goldman is a Disney show. So yeah, they I all the time sent now. that to each other. I, I was like, it. I love it. Look what showed up good. in my feed. That's good. Well, I, the only people who know I'm a Disney show are you three. You, you guys know my my Disney show. Pay the bills. They, they pay my bills in my uh, one-bedroom apartment with a like, broken fucking lamp. I feel like Melvin's just like, he's just the most un- he's the most ironic character. He's just literally making fun of everyone in the fandom menace. I hope, I hope you are. Because <laughs> you're calling Star Wars Theory a Disney shill. He makes good videos. That's an They're entertaining. Very, the very entertaining videos. Wait on no mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he's, he's ironic. He, there's literally no way. I know he's here right now, but there's literally no way. <laughs> Maybe, maybe you never know. I uh, think think that's a good place to wrap it up. Uh, that's all the time we have for today. So thank you all for joining us here on Chatooine. Make sure you guys uh, subscribe to Darth Daddy Longo, Palp Memes, and Goldman. Their channels are in the links in the description below. And can't wait to see you guys next time. Uh, next week we'll hopefully have a good uh, Book of Boba scoop to reveal. If not, I'll let you know if there's any updates. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So make sure you leave a like, give a comment once the show ends, and subscribe to everyone's channel if you haven't already. We will see you all next time, and may the Force be with you always.